0: You're listening to SPHERA Now, a podcast for environmental health, safety, and quality professionals around the globe. This is brought to you by SPHERA, the largest global provider of integrated risk management software and information services with a focus on environmental health and safety, operational risk, and product stewardship. Now, let's get started.
1: Hello, and welcome to SPHERA Now. I'm your host, Ellen Bremseth, and I'm joined today by Mark Harbin. How are you doing today, Mark?
0: Great, Ellen. Thank you.
1: Great. We're thrilled you could join us for an episode of Sphere now. So just a little bit of background on Mark for our listeners. Mark is Sphere's Senior Consultant for Refrigerant Compliance Software and Services. He's been helping clients implement refrigerant compliance initiatives for about 18 years now. Is that correct? That's correct. 18 years. Wow. As a certified environmental auditor, he has been instrumental in the assessment and support of organizations' refrigerant compliance initiatives, providing solutions at hundreds of clients' locations across the world. These services include compliance analysis, project management, EPA technician certification, management training and certification, and software implementation services. Sounds like you're a very busy man, Mark.
0: Very busy, yes.
1: Well, again, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Now, I've got a couple of questions for you regarding your area of expertise, refrigerant compliance. You ready to dive in? Sure. How do the new EPA refrigerant regulations affect facility owners?
0: Well, there's been an evolution in refrigerant regulations from just looking at ozone-depleting refrigerants to global warming refrigerants and including them all in the regulatory schema. Looking at facility managers and owners have to revisit their record-keeping methods and procedures for refrigerant-related work. Appliance disposals and refrigerant disposals, that's a new layer of record-keeping we never had before. This affects your system replacements by technicians and contractors and modernization and demolition projects? Do we have good record keeping, documentation? Can we show regulators that we've handled refrigerants in the right way?
1: So what else do environmental managers and facility managers need to do in order to comply with these new refrigerant regulations?
0: Well, they need to work together to properly meet the facility owner's responsibilities. Owners of the facilities are responsible, but they need to enlist the HVAC managers and the environmental managers to really meet all the requirements, and they need to assign a refrigerant manager or a team to address all these requirements, and the refrigerant management team would then advise top management of their compliance status and whether funding is needed to address compliance issues. There's the other part of making sure that they have a dedicated refrigerant record-keeping system, something that's going to allow them to extract reports For regulators to be able to provide three years or five years worth of records that show every time refrigerant got added to a system or removed, it was done in the right way.
1: Now, besides a very robust software, what else does a successful refrigerant compliance management system need or program need?
0: Well, there needs to be continuity. Uh, Ongoing, there's always this turnover that seems to be the death blow to most compliance programs. We get some turnover, the person that was handling that is gone, and management didn't assign someone to take over the program. Sometimes you need to bring in someone from outside, which is my role very often, to help instigate these things and act like a catalyst between the groups to get them communicating about it, to help reestablish the program, and look at not just Yes, I have software, but where are we in our compliance status? What's our path forward? What's an action plan? What do I do today and tomorrow? And so there's no harm, and it actually it helps a lot to get someone who's outside of the the normal day-to-day and provide some insights. What are other organizations doing? How can I duplicate those efforts? Do I need to reinvent the wheel, or can you help me just jumpstart my program?
1: And having worked in refrigerant compliance for 18 years, what are some common misperceptions you encounter when it comes to refrigerant compliance management?
0: Yes, uh, very often uh, there's a perception by top management that this is just a technician issue. I have certified technicians, they fill out the form. But that's only part of the equation. The owners are responsible to take that service form, which is now an environmental record, and turn that into leak rate calculations, uh, or action plans to retire those systems if they're chronic leakers. The other misperception is that it's just an air conditioning HVAC department issue, but really this is air emissions. This is Title VI of the Clean Air Act, and the Title V air permit that they have for boilers or other air emissions requires Title VI compliance. So really, it is an environmental and HVAC issue issue, Both departments need to work together on this. Another misperception is that my contractor does all my work. I don't need to keep records. And that's not true either. It's actually back on the owner to keep the records. Whether you farm it out to contractors or you have in-house technicians, you need to have, as the owner, solid records for all those years. Another misperception is if my tech fills out the service form, I'm okay. And again, we know that that needs to be turned into a calculation. So that's where our software comes in. Spreadsheets and uh, work order systems that are used for maintenance management uh, just don't cut it as far as the granularity of the information that's needed. Uh, They don't have the detailed refrigerant-specific EPA items that really uh, demand a dedicated purpose-built system. So these work order systems fall short. The spreadsheets fall short. They really need something that is purpose-built.
1: So final question, what recommendations do you have for organizations that are really just starting to address or readdress refrigerant compliance management?
0: Good. Yeah, the drill is the same as it's always been since the 90s. We've always encouraged individuals, uh, organizations to assign a refrigerant manager, refrigerant management team, and then get that purpose-built record-keeping system into place and then train everybody on what their responsibilities are whether it's the environmental manager, the HVAC manager, the individual technician, and then get policies, procedures, and work instructions set up so that everyone understands their role in the whole big picture.
1: Well, that is wonderful advice. Thank you for sharing your insights with us today, Mark. We really appreciate having you on the show. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Sphere Now. I'm your host, Ellen Bremseth, signing off.
0: This concludes the episode of Sphere Now. For more content on topics such as these, we encourage you to visit SPHERA.com, S-P-H-E-R-A dot While there, feel free to click contact and submit any feedback on this podcast or any topics you'd like to see us cover. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day.